Podcast. Podcast. I almost fucked that one up. Podcast. It's only about 120 episodes. Podcast. 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 Hello and welcome to Na 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who love Oscar-winning films. I'm Danny. Uh, this one an Oscar. Yep. I'm Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> and we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 pre- to the present. Jacob, what did we watch this week? We watched Batman, Enemies or Friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, The that famous one. 2016 Batman, Enemies or Friends. Yeah, where Jared Leto threw condoms at people and I don't know, like, there were pigs in the ceiling or whatever. I mostly remember the pranks. <laughs> the pranks. Yeah. That was a big part of this movie. That was a real. The, there was like a like off screen story there, where yeah, Jared Leto was doing weird things to bother the entire cast. Yeah. to get in character. My favorite one is that he left used condoms in people's rooms. Yeah, because he was like method acting to like really live as the Joker. So that means Jared Leto thinks the Joker uses condoms. <laughs> My favorite one is that he sent a uh, live rat to Margot Robbie, uh-huh. and she decided to keep it, and she named it Rat Rat. Rat rat. Rat rat. Okay, that's bad. <laughs> and I say that as someone whose childhood cat just died. Uh-huh. And that cat's oh, name so was sorry. Kitty. Oh. So, I mean, that's it was like 18. Okay. It was a very, very old cat. Yeah. Um, it was about time, like, you know. I had a great aunt who's, uh, she, she was very, very old, and she had three no, white... Aunt, aunt. Yeah. What? What's that? An aunt, aunt. Yeah. Aunt, aunt, yeah. Uh, she, she had three white cats, and she was like, in her 80s at this point, and so her eyesight was not good. She could not tell the difference between these cats, and so they're all just named Kitty. It was Kitty, Kitty, and Kitty. The cats don't know either, so it yeah, doesn't they don't matter. Care. Like you can, <laughs> na- the name of a dog matters. Cats are. I've been thinking about this a lot, really. Like, because every time you see someone talking about like how they love their cat or whatever, they're they're d- offering some kind of disclaimer. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, when people are like, oh, my, my dog's such a sweetheart. You know, sometimes he'll get into the garbage, da da da, and then. You talk to a cat owner, they're like, Mr. Snuffleupagus, he, <laughs> he did murder my firstborn child and drag him to my front porch as a trophy. Um, so, <laughs> lesson learned, Snuffleupagus, only child. Like, I have not had a full night's sleep since Stalin moved in with to my house. Everybody but hates I, their I, cat. But I love him. Exactly. They all, everyone always, yeah. hates and loves their cat. Yeah. Because you're literally infected with a bacteria. That it's, it's like having a kid. Like, they're terrible. Yeah, and awful things. They... Actively, if I if you look at any specific thing they do, it stresses you out. It's horrifying mm-hmm. and awful. But on the whole, somehow I love them. And he, but kids have the potential to like win an Oscar later. You know, <laughs> yeah, like your kid like could have been in Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cat will. Ne- the cat could actually. I mean, there could feasibly be in a movie. But you know, Suicide most Squad cats is are... the movie that we're doing this week. Yeah, that one. I tricked you into seeing the correct name. Uh, yay! <laughs> I was I was fooled, bamboozled. <laughs> I think this is only the second movie we've ever covered that won an Oscar. Oh, there's Dark Knight? I think that Dark Knight, uh, Heath Ledger won a yeah. posthumous Os- yeah. Oscar. Slash, I feel like they may have won for like score or something. You know, They like might have, yeah. There's a chance that th- films like this are eligible for Oscars like that. It's yeah. very rare that an actor is nominated or director or anything, but like score, editing, shit like that. Yeah. Special effects, these movies go up for. That, that's what this, this one for like best makeup. It was not going to be like best picture. It should not have been nominated. Period. Yeah, <laughs> that's like I, there are certain achievements that are like technically impressive, but in such a terrible form. You know what I mean? Like if you find a diamond in a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm not nominating the turd. 
I'm just going to sell the diamond. I'm just going to keep it to myself and be like, that was a nice diamond I found in that turd. I, that's why ranking art is always, it's, it's so bizarre. And I feel like that so often when we do our big list of Batman, that I'll look at this and be like, this, I love this movie, but this is a bad Batman. Yeah. Or I hate this movie, but you know what? This Batman is much better than the movie deserves. Yeah. And films are one of the most collaborative things, one of the most collaborative forms of art. So you can have a well-edited, well-directed, good script, blah, 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 but the rest of the movie can be terrible. You know what I mean? There's so many things that can go wrong. And so many did Yeah, for this movie. So many things about this movie made me angry. Yeah. I'm. I Carolyn is, if we don't finish recording this tonight, she's going to break up with me. She can't handle another rant I about did Suicide mention Squad. I have a hard out, right? <laughs> oh god is it real soon it's pretty soon yeah. it's like 10 minutes at the end of now. this beer I, I promised myself i'd leave after one beer i brought uh, three but those are for the trip home <laughs> well that's the end of this relationship <laughs> i'm gonna be very single after tonight that's fine i, I honestly went on like a full half hour rant to her and she was like why why are you no one is making you watch these movies Every th- every week we come back here and we talk about how we don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. and we just keep we just keep doing it. Though. But but most of these movies, like when we do a bad movie, like like uh, like Bat Pussy, is it's a bad movie. It's a cultural landmark. <laughs> it's a it's a cultural la- it's a terrible movie. But there was never a chance Bat Pussy was going to be good. There's nothing no. about Bat Pussy that had any shot at ever making a good movie. There are good actors in this. There's mm-hmm. a big budget to this. There are characters that could have been good in this. There's a way that this could have been a good movie and sure. to have fallen so hard makes it's infuriating. Yeah, it's it, I I watched this um accidentally ahead of schedule. Yeah. I'm like I just I acquired like a direct TV now login where you can just watch live TV. And I was mm-hmm. like, I, I remember the experience of watching a terrible movie with commercials <laughs> where you'd just be flipping through the channels. You'd be like, I would never watch that if I had to pay and you'd watch it. Yeah. So I did. I watched the, I watched it. I I've watched Juana Man like 14 times. And I hated it every time, but I was a kid and it's like, well, this is on TV. It's just what's on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like this movie. I don't want to watch it, but I have nothing else to do. Yeah. And it's just, I wanted that experience of like, I know this is bad and it's going to be bad, but I mean, it's midnight and what else is on? Nothing's yeah. on. Who cares? Basketball season's over. So I watched Suicide Squad. And uh, even it's Suicide Squad in, season. Yeah. Suicide Squad su- suicide season. <laughs> and uh, even coming in with that expectation of this is going to be awful and I'm going to watch boner pill commercials in between. <laughs> That was I your first time seeing it, right? Ha- yeah, it was my first time seeing it. And every commercial break, and I like, bent it. down and I kissed the TV. Like, thank you, <laughs> thank you. for showing me Gatorade. <laughs> Finally, I'm done yelling at Will Smith's face. It's Will Smith was a he's a terrible choice for this role. He's a great actor, but he he. I don't mean. Are we still? I every time Will Smith comes up, are we still in on Will Smith? Really? <laughs> I think he's been a, great in a lot of roles. When's the last movie of his that you liked? Um, yeah, let me let me pull up his filmography. For most people, it's been about fifteen years. No joke, no exaggeration. It's been about fifteen years since anything he did was interesting or good. God, he's got like four movies coming out this year. I, but in terms every of year, mm-hmm. um, Bright, I didn't see Collateral Beauty, Cop. didn't see Suicide Squad, hated. 
Concussion didn't see. Focus didn't see. Winner's Tale didn't see. After Earth didn't see. Men in Black 3 didn't see. Seven Pounds I hated. Hancock I hated. I am, I am Legend. That was 12 years ago. There we go. Yeah. I loved I Am Legend. 12 years. Yeah. And I Am Legend, I thought was, oh, it was pretty good. It was fine. That's not even, I'm, that's nowhere near, you know what I mean? Like the things you were talking about were people that made people love Will Smith were even like five to 10 years before that. Like that was just fine. That's fine. Yeah. I guess he's really just been shit for 20 entire years. 20 entire I, years. I'm not sure I like Will Smith. I think I just like the first Men in Black movie. Yeah. No, that's what everyone kind of comes to admit if you interrogate them about what Will Smith is. <laughs> is this something you interrogate people Yeah, about? no, because people you are like, I love them, Will Smith. And I'm like, why? You tie why do you up, love him anymore? You shine that bright light in their face. What was the last Will Smith movie you liked? And it Tell takes us. them a while, and we always wind up pulling up IMDb. And like, uh, he's just he doesn't make good choice. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. Even. I'm saying he... He has an almost superhuman ability to decide to be in bad movies. He I, was almost Django in Django Unchained. Yeah, I just I find him charming. I, I didn't think he was he the problem charming. with this. No, he's not. He's I, not the problem in any of those movies, yeah. but he picks bad things. Yes. Pursuit of Happiness was terrible. Uh, Hitch was terrible. Shark Tale, I didn't see. I, Robot, I hated. Bad Boys, I didn't see. Men in Black 2, I hated. Yeah, there's a lot of bad movies I'm in here. I'm excited for him to get ugly. Will Smith has got to start aging. He's been he aging great. Be, yeah, and he needs to stop because it's killing his his legacy. But if, I, he's, if he got ugly, he would have to pick movies that he had to act in for real. My problem with him in this is that I I think he's a very charming actor, mm-hmm. but he's not a bad guy. He can't play a bad guy. Even in this, it felt like they had to rewrite it to make his character not really a bad guy. Like they made they had like a whole speech where he talks about how he doesn't kill women and children just for no reason, just to make him make it clear that he's not like an evil person. Well, that was the problem with the whole movie is that they were unwilling to actually make them bad people, really. You know what I mean? Like they were they kind of kept towing this line of like, well, you got to like them though and and even, but they kept like loudly exclaiming, "We're evil. We're bad people." Yeah, like that's those. That's not. I'm not saying that they implied that. That's text. That's the yeah. No, they're the quotes. F- they kept saying, "We are evil." Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I think that there's, there, there's precedent for doing. I also, I hate it. There are way too many characters mm-hmm. in this. To the which point, is, I, I don't even think there are. There are like what six main characters. Something like that. There's Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Killer Croc. Uh, like on on the team, uh, so it's Harley Quinn, Rick Flag, uh, Captain Boomerang, uh, El Diablo, Killer Croc, Enchantress, and Katana. Katana doesn't and even speak. Slipknot. That he was also they threw him in there. I don't remember the shit at all. So <laughs> Slipknot, they have a whole. They they spend like forty five minutes setting up this whole team. They have all this stuff about Captain Boomerang, and they show his stats and what he can do, and Deadshot, what his stats and what he can do. And then they finally assemble the whole team, and then they have this guy just drive up in a car and like, oh yeah, this is Slipknot, the man who can ca- who can climb anything. And then oh, that was hilarious. I hated that. I thought that was it's, they should have included him in the initial like these are the people thing. I didn't read that as a joke. You thought that was that was a joke? You Him thought getting murked like that? Yeah, I thought it was funny. I don't think I don't know if they intended it. They probably didn't, but it was really funny. I thought that 
the way I read it, I didn't think it was a joke. I read it as this is them showing that... Illustrating that... It, they're serious about the bombs in their necks. Any of these characters could go at any time. Yeah, no, I... You're right. That's what they were meant to do. Yeah. But it was re- it was really funny because it was terrible. Because you don't care about this guy exactly. And He's his had... superpower is that he can has ropes. Yeah. Like it's the shittiest, stupidest. He just has a grappling hook. Yeah. And he, it, you, you, his death doesn't mean anything because you don't know who this guy is. He just shows up and immediately dies. He has like two yeah. lines of dialogue. It was hilarious. Yeah. And they're trying to set it up as though he's like an equal part of this team. And then when he dies, you're like, who was what? What was his power? What is? What was his name again? He can climb anything unless anyone's trying to stop him. <laughs> That's yeah, his exactly. superpower. Also, that was another thing that the. Well, we'll get to like the actual plot in a second. But the the, the basic premise of this is, um, they're they're. Uh, if you're not familiar, yeah. Um, so Superman is is dead, but there's there's starting to be these metahumans, these superhumans who are uh, coming up in the world. Batman's a thing. This this takes place post Batman v Superman. Uh, so S- Superman has has been around. He's dead now. Batman's around. Wonder Woman's around. And so the government says we need to have our own team of superhumans in order to. Uh, if any of those people go rogue, we can have a team of superhumans who are under our control. And then they recruit Harley Quinn, who's not a superhuman, no. Deadshot, who's not a superhuman, Captain you Boomerang. You argue Deadshot. He's very talented. He's not superhuman. Yeah, I, I don't... Uh, they, they make it seem like he's such a wild good shot that it's like it's physically impossible to be that good. Captain Boomerang, not a superhuman. Uh, Slipknot, not a superhuman. Katana, Clearly. not superhuman. No, yeah. Killer Croc, uh, on the fa- I'll, I guess he's kind of superhuman. He's got a bad skin condition. We talk a lot about how he's just he's yeah. just itchy. Only Diablo is the only one on the team who genuinely has, inarguably has superpowers. Yeah, yeah, and he does not want to use them. Right. He's the he's the most power, and he's really not about it. This is not a team of superhumans. No. No, I I think I could do a similar amount of damage with a gun. <laughs> yes, to exactly. most of these, like Harley Quinn, literally just has a bat. Yes, not very impressive. She's not like a she's not a heavy hitter. No, they they roll through this movie like all these people are super interesting to watch fight in yeah. a world with superheroes because they're basically just going through hundreds of like video game style faceless mobs. Yes, in. The things that could be interesting about these characters are like Harley Quinn is about who she is and her talking and blah blah blah. Like all of the Joker shit is the plan. It's it the plan felt like that's a different movie. It felt like that should have been an entirely separate movie from everything else that's going on. Uh, yeah, and it basically was. Then they just intruded. It was yeah. like the Joker was an Acme character breaking the fourth wall, which is kind of fun. Like that's almost what he is, and the rest of the shit too. But. I also noticed that uh, when they introduce Harley Quinn, they uh, they always when they introduce everyone except for Slipknot, they have kind of their stats, <laughs> like some facts about them on the screen. Uh, and the thing about Harley Quinn, um, number one, they they note that she was an accomplice accomplice in the murder of Robin, which is feels like a huge thing to just have glossed over, and it never is mentioned at all that there was a Robin, and he's been murdered he got murked yeah yeah and it also says that she's a total wild card which is why do you want that on your team 
Well, I mean, you got a you got the the suicide button on them. Yeah, you got the which is not suicide because someone else. Yeah, is it's doing murder. It <laughs> it's murder squad. The, the I'm gonna murder you squad. <laughs> is it failed th- the you know it's testing <laughs> the threat of murder squad. <laughs> the you better <laughs> the you better squad. <laughs> the punish the reluctant but we're gonna be punished for this squad. The, take my wife, please, squad. <laughs> there, there's um uh when you have a team who's like working for you, you you want them to want to work for you, or else they're just gonna do like the bare minimum and be looking for a way to undermine you and. It, it, Danny, have you ever had a job? <laughs> the fuck are you talking? I'm just <laughs> like, saying. You, you know, people always want to work the place they're working, and <laughs> but you choose. Every, I have stolen from every place I've ever been. But imagine if if that situation, but you were being forced to work there. Like, wouldn't you be looking for any chance to escape? And if you weren't being paid for this, you were just someone had a gun to your head and was making you do this. You're describing slavery now. Yes. Where, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's not good. Slavery doesn't lead to efficient workers. Slavery leads to you got to keep your eye on them, and they'll revolt or run away. Someone else to yeah. Well, that's what's happening. They got guys that are there to kill them. I'm just saying there was no Seal Team Six didn't have a wild card. There was no guy on Seal Team Six. That's why they failed. (laughs) You you consider the murder of some in London a failure? You think it's not? I know that 9/11 happened. (laughs) Okay. And I know that Steel Team Six was around the whole time, <laughs> so what? Uh, maybe if we had a wild card, those towers would still be standing. There's a thing in uh, in Freakonomics where they talk about wild cards. Wild cards, yeah, uh-huh. and how it's important to have one of those. How, how jokers roll. Yeah. No, there's a thing where they talk about incentives and how you got to be really careful with incentives because if you don't set things up properly, you're going to incentivize the wrong thing. Yeah, it's like training it's like training dogs. Yeah. You uh, can teach them that they, they're rewarded when they face west if you fuck up and always do their tricks in the same spot. Right. So in, in India in like the late 1800s, um, the, there's like a huge cobra problem. And so the British... Where has there ever not been a huge... Co- wherever cobras are, <laughs> right. it's a big problem. Well, this was, this was an epidemic. They were overrun with cobras. Okay. So they brought in a wild card. They brought in a wild card, uh-huh. and the wild card decided to become a cobra and yeah. started biting people. And <laughs> it didn't work out. And then out. when the people leave, no more cobra problem. You left yeah, the city. Exactly. The, it's cobra city now. So what happened was uh, they they set up like a bounty that for every cobra you you kill and you you bring to this office, you get like a like five dollars or something, whatever the the currency was. Yeah. And. What ended up happening is that people started just farming cobras. That's brilliant. Because yeah. they didn't, their only incentive, they didn't give a shit about the cobras. They just yeah. wanted the money. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just more cobras, more money. And the problem got so much worse because they, it's, and in, in this, their only incentive is I just don't want to die. I don't give a shit if we accomplish our mission. My incentive is just don't die. So whatever is going to lead to me not dying, if that means doing the mission, if that means running away, if that means killing my commanding officer, whatever the best way to not die is, that's what I'm going to do. If you have a voluntary army who wants to accomplish a goal and believes in this goal, then they're going to fight so much better than slaves. Yeah, I think uh, the the government and this movie uh, has totally forgotten about just setting up a... Uh, Call of Duty army booth in the mall. 
<laughs> That's right. Where you can just sign up your dumbest citizens to go s- willfully. Well, the Suicide Squad is even up backed die. up by like a bunch of army commandos who just don't have names. They already have the chuds. Yeah, yeah, they have the chuds, and then they have the people with bats and boomerangs. Boomerangs, I really don't. That was wild. Yeah. Why are we... Well, they just have some line about like, oh, Captain Captain Boomerang has uh, he got caught by the Flash and like, well, he's stood up to a metahuman and lived, so he must be good. No, the Flash didn't kill him on purpose. Flash could have beat him to a pulp and. Yeah, it's further undermined when we cover the Justice League next week, where the Flash talks about what a coward he is and his whole fighting strategy is to run in and push people and then run away. So it's not a big thing to have stood up to the Flash and lived. Yeah, no, I mean, none of these guys kill people. It's like a part of their whole their whole ethos is they're not murder. That's how except every hero draws the line between them. and Except Batman and Batman v Superman. He's pretty willing to, to straight up murder anyone. You've still never seen that one. I've seen part of it on TV. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar to this. Yeah. Um, no, I remember the dreams, and I remember that his 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 car is like a tank, and he's just firing into crowds of people. Yeah, um, yeah. No, he was a complete unhinged psycho in that. So let's start. Let's start talking about the the plot of this movie. Yeah, walk me through it because okay. I'm foggy. Okay. Um, so it starts off uh, one year after Superman's death. Intelligence officer Amanda Waller convinces Washington D.C. officials to allow her to assemble Task Force X a team of dangerous criminals imprisoned at Bell Reeve's uh, Special Security Barracks. The team consists of elite hitman Floyd Lawton, better known as Deadshot, former psychiatrist Harleen Quinzel, that's Harley Quinn, pyrokinetic ex-gangster... Why is her real name so much stupider than her fake one? (laughs) Harleen Quinzel? Yeah. Uh, I found a little fun bit of trivia about this movie that they gave the bat that she uses in this movie to Kevin Smith for like hosting some DC thing and he gave it to his daughter who's named Har- yep. Harley Quinn. Yep, I know that from Alicia Camden's joke. Yeah. Yeah. Named after the uh uh not the Harley Quinn from the the um show as in her joke. It's actually from Mad Love, the comic book that came out around that time. What? I'm I'm too deep into this. He's named well. I assumed he named her after the comic book. Yeah, Harley Quinn. Not but he the, yeah. he has this story about how he and his wife met, and he like gave her that comic book and um, whatever. It's not it's not Suicide Squad. I'm no. Just, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he like gave her. Uh, he was so into comics, and she'd never read any comics. So he says like, "This is the one you got to start out with. Mad Love. It's fantastic." And uh, she gave he she read that, and she loved it. And she's like, "You know, Harley Quinn would be a great name for a." Uh, for a, a daughter, and he's like, "Oh my God, I want to marry you. You're amazing." Ah, uh, so it's a joint psychosis they got going. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's good. you got to be. It's important to be together on these things. I don't know. This is his version of the events. Maybe she, <laughs> she's like, "No, he forced me." Yeah, right. Yeah, it was months and months. Yeah, he, read, read, mad love, read, mad love. Name our daughter this. <laughs> she was like, "Fine, I'll sacrifice my firstborn. <laughs> the next one's gonna be named Carly. Just regular name." Um, so, so uh, uh, ex-gangster Chato Santana, that's uh, El Diablo, and opportunistic thief George Digger Harkness, Captain Boomerang, genetic mutant Waylon Jones, Killer Croc, and special specialized assassin Christopher Weiss, uh, that's Slipknot. 
They are placed under command of Colonel Rick Flagg to be used as disposable assets. In what a, a name. I just kept coming back to that during the movie. Like, Lieutenant Flagg. These were really... It's almost Captain America. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he was originally supposed to be played by Tom Hardy. And Tom Hardy ended up turning Wisely. it down to the, Rever- the Revenant. Uh, that movie sucks, too, though. Does it? I've never seen it. I hate it. I really, really deeply hate it. They I would do. A, I would. I could yell. That movie's like three hours long. I could yell about it for six hours. I'm really. I hate it viscerally. That'll be our next podcast. <laughs> Just the Revenant podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they also wanted. Um, they wanted Leonardo DiCaprio for the Joker. They're just trying to get the whole cast of that movie. Oh God! It, it seemed like they had no idea who they wanted to to be um, Harley Quinn in this because I was looking through like the the list of actresses who they, they asked and it's just it's just like every actress in Hollywood and actresses who are like wildly different types. Um let me I'm pulling up the list here. Um Emma Roberts, I know was was one the fucking Hermione? No, that's Emma Watson. Okay. Who's Emma Roberts? Um she's uh Julia Roberts niece. She's in Scream Queens and um uh, American Horror Story. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She's been in she's a lot of things. Um, Emma Roberts was offered it, but she turned it down. Olivia Thurlby, uh, Allison Brie, Olivia Wilde, Emma Watson, uh, Emma Watson, Zoe Deschanel. So Emma Watson did get. They also offered yeah. it to Hermione. Yeah. What the fuck. Uh, Zoe Deschanel, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Amanda Seyfried, Evan Rachel Wood. There's like 30 actresses who turned this down before it went to Margot Robbie. I think Margot Robbie did a good job. She did. She was she also was not the problem with this movie. No, she was like, I think she she deserves to keep being Harley Quinn if she's gonna if Harley Quinn's gonna be in these movies. But I don't think the acting in this movie was terrible. No, no. I think it's all the things they were saying and the stuff they were doing. Yeah, you know, bad script, bad director. I think all the actors did like a pretty good job with a horrible script. Sure. Yeah, I thought El Diablo was a great actor. I really liked his performance. Yeah, um, he just I didn't do have think anything. His character sucked ass. His character was stupid. And he everything didn't have a lot was real dumb. He didn't have him. a lot to do. He was, I think, the stupidest outside of the guy that just shows up to get shot in the head immediately. Yeah, <laughs> El Diablo was the stupidest storyline. I I was stunned when I realized, like, two hours into this movie, that Killer Croc was black. Oh, really? Because Killer Croc has like eight lines in this whole movie. Yeah. And he's under so much makeup. do such bizarre shit with Killer Croc. He was like, it was inexcusable. Completely crazy. He's another one who apparently went through like a lot of effort and like a lot of method acting. He was reading all these books about cannibalism. And it it's... He's he doesn't ba- have lines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you mean black in real life or just black in the movie? Both. Because the black in the movie shit is what? Like, they just put him in a hoodie or, like, have rap music on in the background when they cut to him. And then at the, the end, the they're like, end. what do you want? And, like, your show is like, yeah. B-E-T. Yeah. Will Smith's like, I want to see my daughter. <laughs> like, other people have real requests. Yeah. And they're like, what do black people like? Black entertainment television. Yeah. That's what this 
fucking death row convict would ask for. And they should have been like, your your cell is a sewer. I don't think we can get a television there. It's like mostly underwater. It's crazy. It was, that was ballistic. And the fact that they, it feels like they have so many characters because only two of them talk. Yeah. Like Will Smith and Margot Robbie talk and everyone else punches and throws boomerangs and then the movie's Yeah, over. everyone else, I don't know who these people are or what drives them. No. I don't care about them. Of course not. No, they don't matter at all. They, they did this thing with Captain Boomerang where uh, I know that they, they like recut this movie and they added like a lot of scenes after it tested really badly and um, uh, Batman v Superman was criticized for being too dark so they tried to make this a lot funnier. And they added this thing where Captain Boomerang has a fetish for pink unicorns. Like that's it said that in his um, in his card that popped up. And like throughout the movie, he's carrying like a pink unicorn under his coat that he keeps dropping. And it's such. I a wondered what that was about. I missed the fetish for pink unicorns thing. And it's such a weird joke that does not land at all for no. me. No. No, so he's supposed to just be nutting this whole time. <laughs> yeah, that he's fighting these weird goo people. I guess. I don't. When it says fetish for pink, I don't. Is he actually fucking the unicorn? Do you think? I don't know what that means. If they installed a flashlight in the back of a big unicorn plushie, I would respect that maybe, as a cinematic, you know, choice and artistic choice. Maybe he's just choice. sticking the horn up his ass. Could be, but also that's too soft. It's too soft. You don't know. He what keeps the it in his. He keeps it in his like jacket pocket. Yeah, too. that's true. And you would see. You would know. You'd be able to tell if the horn was up <laughs> someone's ass. Well, I don't know if it's actively up his ass in, during the course of the movie, but maybe it. But if it had been up there, you'd be able to tell. I don't think there I would can be signs. What are the of signs it, of it being covered in human ass <laughs> shit? You dullard! What the? What are you fucking talking about? You I could wash it off. Four times I had to tell you, it there is shit in people's butts. <laughs> Danny, wash Crap. it off. Poopy. There's poopy in buttholes. He could wash it off. Wash it off. This plushie? Yeah. You, you, all right. Shove your... How, Danny, how many times have you shoved your own shirt up your asshole? Do you do you take your toilet paper to the to the, d- for the fucking dry cleaners to try, use it again? It's done. You're finito. Done. I don't, Fabric I don't, does not withstand shit. I don't know what the horn is made of. Maybe he puts a condom over the horn. That's... Cr- it's small. What? <laughs> the, no there one makes small condoms. condoms. That, small that's condoms. not his superpower. That's not his superpower, making condoms small and tight on that's unicorn horns. Th- He's good at boomerang. There are guys with small dicks. They have condoms. They have this small is, condoms. It's like, a, it's like a fucking straw. It's like a straw. <laughs> you have to wrap it in the like cellophane. And then that's not pleasurable. You gotta lose that's too many steps. But but he could have like been just in general, he likes shoving it up his ass without him having had time to do it during the course of the events of the movie. So you think he just keeps replacing it? You think he's got a bunch of new unicorns that he gets in prison? He gets just a fucking freight load, underground railroad of new plushy unicorns in prison? Well, he didn't have this in prison because when they like go get all their things, they gave him like a new unicorn. They gave him all costumes and weapons, and he had a unicorn in his box. It's outrageous. Do you think he just <laughs> never nutted in prison too? I just I don't. 
I don't know. Maybe he had some subpar nutty. Maybe he built a unicorn in prison out of toilet paper. And that could be. And look, all I'm saying is there's no way he fucked himself in the ass with it. <laughs> no way. There's no way. It doesn't make any sense. It's completely illogical. I don't know. It did. I did not think it was funny that he has. It a wasn't pink. funny. Yeah. It was heartfelt. <laughs> that and you, close to the vest. You see this movie as a love story. About a man in a pink unicorn. You're diminishing it already. You're just calling it a pink unicorn. I, what should I call it? An equine American? Just a love story. Just a love story. It's just This is a love story. Well, who is the love story between? It's between this boomerang man. And his lover. And his lover. His lover. And how would you describe his lover? Why do you need to put labels on it? I'm trying to set the scene for our listeners. Our listeners should watch the beautiful movie. No, they shouldn't. They sh- it's don't, an Oscar-winning don't film. Don't tell them it to won watch. an Oscar, just like Call Me By Your Name. It's an equally... Another movie they shouldn't watch. They should watch Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name is beautiful, but so is Suicide Squad. And it's about... A what if he just nutted in the in the unicorn, and then this small boy came up and just ate the unicorn? That'd be rad, and be an elite. That's is Pride, Pride Month just ended. Yeah, so I mean, so watch <laughs> it a couple days ago. <laughs> Go back and watch this movie a couple days. But that'd be rad if if the unicorn had a, a flashlight in it. I would respect that. I that's I just they should have had a flashlight in the unicorn. Um, you just don't like it being a joke that the unicorn is being mocked. Yeah, there's nothing funny about it. Yeah, but it should have had a flashlight in there, <laughs> so he could. Just go fucking buck wild on that thing and just really fuck the shit out of that unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing it, and then you pull. But then you can pull the flashlight out and easily clean it and put it back in the unicorn, still clean, still clean. Unicorn. Do you think he's um at when he's fucking the unicorn? Mm-hmm. Is he imagining that this is a real living unicorn or is he's not this, stupid? Is no. This, well, but he's like, is the fantasy to fuck a real unicorn or is the fantasy to fuck a toy unicorn? There is no real unicorn. He knows that. He's not. He's not but idiot. it's a fantasy. A fantasy doesn't have to be real. But he likes that. He loves this. He unicorn. loves it's the a, toy. I just told you it's a love story. He, it would be a tragedy if he were imagining it were a different unicorn. Well, there are all be, these movies about people like I wish I was fucking someone else, and then the marriage falls apart. This man loves the unicorn. He wants to fuck that unicorn. It just, just doesn't I'm have a sweet pussy, so he puts a flashlight in it. I just what if he what if he doesn't want to fuck his pussy? What if it's a boy unicorn? So man can flashlight can be an asshole too. Who cares? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm I'm trying to be uh, inclusive. That's fair. Yeah. It doesn't have any. It doesn't have an orifice for him to fuck. I'm just thinking it would be hard if your fantasy was to fuck something that doesn't exist. That would be sad. It, it is sad. There's people who want to f- you know, fuck all kinds of things that aren't real. People who want to fuck corpses. You know, zombies. Corpses and shit. aren't real. Not corpses real. Are not real, a real thing. Nope. People want to fuck living corpses too, and that's you that's know, not. There's a, a lot of there's, there's a lot of that going around. Yeah, furries. Be- furries are the biggest one, probably, of things that don't exist that people want to fuck. So, wait, do they... I've never been clear on that. Do they, they, they don't want to fuck people in fur costumes. They want to fuck actual anthropomorphic animals. I've, I, I'm sure that there's a huge spectrum of the levels, but I, I, my understanding is there are people who both want to be that animal creature mm-hmm. and would like to fuck the animal creature. Because there's also non-sexual furries. Sure. Yeah, there's asexual all kinds of folks. Well, no, but, I don't uh, mean asexual. I mean furries who are they enjoy dressing up, it as a, but sure. it's not a sexual thing for them. Sure, yeah. Um, There's lots of respectable furries out there. There's all the ones who aren't Nazis are cool. Some of the best people I know are furries. Genuinely, I think furries are. I've n- I'm not joking right now. I think they're brave people. 
to do something that's so openly, like, obviously displays something that you're into and that is going to be made fun of is, like, genuinely a brave thing to do. And as long as you're not a Nazi, you're cool. <laughs> um, but as soon as you're a Nazi, like, I think you're open season is basically my stance. Because that's, that's the thing. There's like there's like furries who have like the SS patch on their on their costume. Right. They want to be like a Nazi fox. Yeah. Which is like, come on now. <laughs> I would like to be an aborted fetus who's pro life. Like, what the, what are you fucking? Yeah, it's weird for furries to to be like looking down on any other group of people. <laughs> if you look at most Nazis, they're the first people you would exterminate if you were trying to improve the gene pool. Yeah. They're really, like, almost exclusively disgusting people. It always feels so weird to 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 see any kind of white supremacist, like, as a white person, to be hearing this, and it's always like, don't, don't, you don't speak for me. Don't stop saying this. Stop saying we're all better. I stop, and I I always feel like they're acting as though this is they're doing this for me too, and I just want to say like, no, I don't, don't. You don't represent me when you say these things. They they have a they have a complex where they assume that they're saying this, I'm saying what everyone else is thinking. Like that's a very common you know racist yeah definitely phrase. But yeah, they believe that, and I I do believe that it comes from a, a deep sense of inferiority that just kind of. But a Suicide Squad anyway. <laughs> I think that that goes beyond even racism. I think a, a lot of times when people are doing shitty things, that's sure. always the rationale. Is like, well, everyone thinks this shitty thing everyone does this terrible thing yeah for sure i i know a a comic whose name i'm not going to use but i've I've had a conversation with him where he's talking about like just we all just need to be honest and and about the fact that we only say nice things to girls or like talk about how we don't want to rape them just for for i don't think he said talk about not raping them i might be exaggerating what he said but we we only say like nice things to women like talk to women because we want to fuck them and i'm like i don't think Whoa. that that's i is that how you feel Damn. i don't think that's something that i'm putting on shit yeah that's dark yeah but yeah i mean that's a that's a very clear case of like you know they think that they're finally breathing fresh air into this room that everyone's been oh god i can't say that i just want to f- you know yeah. women are only for fuck like it's i i had a boss who uh was korean he was very racist and he was i remember this guy yeah he was always talking about like um when, when black lives matter or something like that would come up he, he was always talking about like i don't understand this why why are why all these white people going to these things? They don't give a shit. They don't care about black people. Uh, it's just let the black people do what it, their thing and like let the white people do their thing. I'm like, no, I don't think that that's... Do, do you only care about other Koreans? Like you can't imagine anyone having empathy for someone outside their race? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, he was treating us though. It's like... I, Let's just be honest. Like nobody cares about anyone who doesn't look like them. I'm like, no, I don't think that's a universal truth at all. Look, there's a guy that I see every morning when I brush my teeth, mm-hmm. and he's the only guy on earth Bill. I care about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill, Your roommate Bill, Bill. who brushes his teeth and <laughs> looks a lot like me yeah. every morning. Your roommate. And after that, fuck everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm I'm showing up to Jacob and Bill rallies. Yeah. Jacob and Bill deserve more money. Bill's good people. Yeah. Jacob and Bill deserve blowjobs. You know what? I don't care who 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 I offend with this. I think Bill should have the right to get married. I think so too. And I've, I'm uh, look, Bill, if you're listening, and he's assured me many times while we were saying the same thing over each other mm-hmm. that he does listen. Yeah, Bill, I love you. Bill, come to me. 
I'll see you tomorrow morning, and uh, let's make it happen. Let's it, go get a church full of full of mirrors. Oh my God, is this a not a not a not a not exclusive? This is a, this is a, it's a first. This is a world first. This is a not a not a not a not a proposal. Jake, Jacob Wright marries Bill Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Proposes to Bill Wrong. I don't know what he's going to say. Yeah, we should wait. What well, if he says no? I, I don't want to be rude and assume that he'll say yes, but yeah. he usually says what I say. <laughs> you, at so, the same time you're saying it. Yeah, so I think the odds are good <laughs> that this is, wedding's going to go off without a hitch. Oh, man, this is going to be rough on your girlfriend. She's she in Germany gonna... for a little while. Oh, so that doesn't count. Yeah, no, can... she's in... I'll just get married once real I think quick. It's, it's not cheating if you get married to someone where your girlfriend's out of the country. She's in Germany. <laughs> Who cares? She gets back. She's like, okay, yes, technically I did get married while you were gone. But it was, you were, I was alone and I was lonely. It's fair. Look, I'll just trade Bill for whoever, you know, Bill and whoever she married can get married. Oh, you're assuming she's gotten married. I hope she has. I don't know. You don't want her to be bored. I don't want her to be bored. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> have a quick, wet, I don't know, Europeans just on a whim, you know. I, sure. I, don't, I don't think you even need a courthouse or anything. You just like tweet it or whatever, and you're married in Europe. And you're just married to that pink unicorn? Yeah. That's Australia is a part of Europe, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Well, Pat Oswalt and that guy, the Lucky, the unicorn show. Imaginary unicorn that I imagine doesn't have a flashlight in it, but I haven't watched the show. I don't yeah, know. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm familiar with this. All right. Well... Yes, and it's on the moon. Oh. <laughs> well, I haven't watched the show, so that's <laughs> that's a reference to something that never came out. <laughs> that is a joke is no a one can get. Written down joke yes. for the future. <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad. What? <laughs> the movie you didn't watch. Okay, right. right, um, right. <laughs> we are eight minutes into this movie. Um, the whole movie is the same bad thing. Pretty much. I've watched this twice, and I could barely follow the, the plot of this it's movie. Bad. It's bad. They, they're they placed under command of Colonel Rick Flagg to be used <laughs> as... <laughs> it's a dumb name. It's a real John dumb Tractors. <laughs> He's, uh, the real actor is like a Norwegian guy. <laughs> Joel, Norwegian guy. We've got you an audition <laughs> to play Rick Flag. Yeah, uh, Joel Kinnaman. He's a Swedish actor. Fucked up. Yeah, fucked up. That, that's the what's Swedes really are taking all our jobs. <laughs> the Swedes are taking our American roles. They're, most of our superheroes aren't American. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. But uh, a tragedy about this is like outside of Will Smith. And uh, Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else in this movie thought this was their big break. Yeah, you know, like they were like, "I'm a superhero character now. I'm I'm going to make millions on millions of dollars. This is going to be a big franchise. There's going to be. I mean, this did make a lot of money. They are making a sequel and a reboot to this. Really? Yes. I thought it did okay. I was talking to people the other day who were like in a bar, you know, so no one looked up. The facts or whatever, but I thought it actually lost money. And if you look at like the ad budget and shit, but you want to? I've got the um, the I've got the budget, the box office, and I'll pull up the Rotten Tomato score. You you take a guess, see if you can guess. Rotten Tomato. Um, I'm going to put it at uh, 13. Uh, better than that. 19. Keep keep going. You're not far off, but 24. 27. 
Okay. Um, budget, $250 million. 175 but I think after marketing, it was like 230 Okay. So uh, worldwide, $300 million. $746 million. This was a big success. Damn. This did wow. really it just well. It did bad in America. Was it one of those like... I Where think international it, sales were wild, and because like Venom was like that too, I think. Uh, this did well in America. This this grossed three hundred twenty five million in in the United States and Canada. Wow, yeah. So no, it made its budget was back. Insanely wrong. Yeah, very wrong. Yeah, okay. But critics hated it, but the audience seemed to like it somehow. That's a weird subsect of people who will just like show up to argue that a superhero movie is good. I'm like, the people who there are people who are currently actively going to the theater more times to watch the Avengers mm-hmm. to push it over Avatar for the most movie sales of all time. Yeah. Just like why are you It's like I'm like it, it's like if I were walking up to Jeff Bezos or some shit and was like, "Here, let me just give you a little bump over Bill Gates." <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of idiot shit? I mean, they don't I'm, need your money. Leave them alone. I loved Avengers and I'm kind of excited to see it pass Avatar, but this this was I'm such vaguely, a stupid movie. I saw it once. I saw Avengers once, and I re- I liked it. Yeah, I had a really good time. I'm absolutely not gonna <laughs> see it multiple times. I've thought about going back to see it just because I enjoyed it so much. I've seen mul- I've seen I've not movies multiple times. Yeah, I have in theaters ones that I loved and blah blah blah. Like I've done it. I think I saw Chronicles of Narnia seven times in theaters. I had sure. a my friend uh, my friend Eric. Um, uh, he, we had this ongoing argument because I insisted that there was a naked guy who runs through the background of this. And you were like, that's just the lion. Oh, he lions said Lions don't have to wear clothes, Danny. He said You're it was, like, lions are naked. He's, They're always naked. He said it was a fawn, and I said it was a naked dude. And, so uh. you kept going back? Yeah. Yeah, we kept going back. Did and you I just kept argue? trying to force it out. Yeah, I was mostly trolling him, and I also liked the movie. Uh, we just got rejected from a film festival, so that's... Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. hey. Just checking my phone in the middle of the podcast. How dare you? That's so unprofessional, I say. <laughs> As you have your second tall boy? Yeah. I started drinking before I came over here. Okay. We got we to gotta get into <laughs> the actual movie. Fine. Fine. So uh, she she recruits all these um, these... Criminals, they're placed under command of Colonel Rick Flagg to be used as disposable assets in a high, in high-risk missions for the United States government. A nanite bomb is implanted in the neck of each team member designed to detonate should the member rebel or try to escape. We, we should mention, because it's not in the summary, but there, there's, Batman is a tiny, tiny role in this. That's why we're, we're covering it. He's got like a cameo. He's, um, there's one scene where you see Deadshot's backstory and he gets... Batman just swoops down and beats him up, and then uh, Deadshot's gonna shoot him. And Batman uses Deadshot's daughter as a human shield. And that's um, then there's one scene where Batman chases Harley Quinn in the Batmobile, and that's all the Batman. I think this may be something that I wasn't paying attention to because it was on TV. I don't remember this at all, but that's hilarious <laughs> that he used yeah his daughter as a yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> My God! Yeah, that's I. Did, I thought I was. I thought this was just one that we're like, this is Batman connected. I didn't even real. I didn't think Batman was in it at all. Yeah, he's. I mean, they might have cut it out in the TV version. 
That might be. There were clearly things that were cut, like they, they, you know, bleeped like swear words and shit. And I, I mean, they always cut those things for time. This is literally like three minutes out of the movie, so it's very possible. Almost certainly, they cut that thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. So one of Waller's intended recruits is Rick. Uh, is Rick Flagg's girlfriend, Doctor June Moore, an archaeologist possessed by a uh, by a demon witch, uh, demonic witch known as the Enchantress. She quickly turns on Waller for imprisoning her, deciding to eradicate humankind with a mystical weapon. Oh, that's what she was doing. I did not know what her plot was, what her plan was, after having seen this twice. It's stupid. It's really a very general, just like, I'm going to kill folks yeah. type evil plan, where I'm going to kill as many people as I can. And everyone's like, why? What She's like this Aztec witch goddess. She... It's whatever. It's stupid. She besieges Midway City by transforming its populace into a horde of monsters and summons her brother Incubus to assist her. Waller then deploys the squad to extract a high-profile mark from Midway, which is reported to be under a terrorist attack. Joining them is Katana, a Japanese swordswoman. They just... After the squad is already assembled and there's already too many people, they throw in Slipknot. And then... As they're leaving, they're like, oh, and also there's another person who's not even a criminal. So why is she? Uh, Katana's there to watch them, I guess. She's like another guard. She's a super good at swords guard. Yeah. And she, her thing is she's a, she's a swordsman and she's got this sword that if you get killed with the sword, it imprisons your soul in the sword. This is, this and Enchantress are like the two, the first two times that, magic has been used in this version of the DC universe and no one bats an eye. No. Her existence confirms the existence of the human soul <laughs> and like nobody <laughs> gives a shit. <laughs> she so she shows up she's like God is real and I can cut you with him. Yeah. And <laughs> I have just like Fine. <laughs> I Fine. guess you can come in the helicopter Where's with us. Where's my daughter? <laughs> I want to see my boyfriend. I, I want BET. <laughs> conclusive <laughs> proof of the existence of God. Like, whatever. No one cares. Shut up. <laughs> Why are you wearing a mask? <sighs> this movie's so dumb. There's also there's a, a scene. Um, there's like a lot of flashbacks in this. There's a scene where the Joker helps... Uh, to break Harley Quinn out of Arkham. Yes. And he's got like a bunch of goons, and one of them is just a guy in a panda costume. Mm -hmm. That was, yeah, it's really stupid. Yeah. Just one of those like weird, like, wouldn't it be wacky if, like, the Joker's wacky, right? So we're going to be wacky. It, this, everything about this movie and the and Jared Leto's performance, it it's, it's written by a high schooler. It feels yep. like it's written by... Like a guy who in high school was kind of like an edge lord, it's like, oh, I'm so fucking shocking and deep. Yeah. And then you get to be like 18, you're like, oh, come on, come on, guy. You're just it's really embarrassing. Nobody's shocked by this. You're just kind of a loser. There's that fucking the scene early in the movie when like Harley's in jail, and they like the Joker. One of his goons come in, comes in to tell him where she is, but Jared Leto's just like laying on the floor. And then they zoom out and show that there's like six circles of just guns around and knives. Him. Just, yeah, yeah, just like literally triple digit guns and knives laying in a perfect circle around him with mirrors. And it's like, 
what is this? Who is this for? Yeah. What, what is the purpose of this weird, stupid shit other than like, well, that'd be kind of a good, interesting shot, right? If there was like a shit ton of guns around him. like. And, and there's so many things where they've just taken the subtext and just made it text. Where like the Joker's tattoos, he has the word damaged across <laughs> his forehead. <laughs> it just, there's no subtlety to anything in this movie. No, no, no. Yeah, they don't, they don't bother with that. Come on. Yeah. This is the first draft. We got explode. The, the word explosion definitely appears on the page <laughs> like fifty times. This is I. Um, uh, this is a side thing that I wanted to bring this up because I I just was Facebook friended by this comedian from North Carolina, who's um, uh, apparently I, I think he just like friended like thousands of people. And so I've never you don't met think this it was guy. About you specifically? No, I've, I've never met this guy. But he, Danny, yeah, might be into you. He's just started bra- bragging about how many Facebook friends he has, and all these people are like, "Yeah, because you friended a thousand random people. <laughs> That's not an accomplishment." But this guy is—he's uh, like 24, and he's—he keeps posting about going to the Warp Tour and how this changed his life and stuff. And then I've become completely obsessed with this guy because he keeps. He keeps telling these stories about how he did this amazing thing, and then he tells the story. It's like, no, I think you got scammed. I think this is a scam that somebody. It sounds like you lost in this story you're telling. Like he, he had this whole video where um, he, he talks about going to the Warp Tour, and he's like, yeah, this this girl uh, gave me her, her VIP ticket when I was there, and. The way he phrases like this girl, she like just broke up with her boyfriend, so she came up to me, and she was like, "Hey, you're cute," and gave me the the VIP ticket. And guys, you it was just cool to be like the nice guy, and like guys, you you don't always have to have sex with the girl. I'm just telling you, you don't always have to have sex with her. And so she gave me the VIP ticket, and I ended up giving it away later because it wasn't that great, even though I had to pay two hundred dollars for it. It's like, wait, no, she didn't give this to you, She then. sold a fake <laughs> VIP ticket. Yeah, to, and uh, this is, he's trying to brag about, like, how this girl... I didn't fuck this girl, I gave $200, okay. <laughs> yeah. I could, e- you, easily I could have paid a sex worker $200 to have sex with me, but I did not do that. Instead... He's described himself as, like, she rebounded with him. It's like, no, I don't think anything happened with you other than she sold you a ticket to something you were already at to an event you were already at (laughs) (laughs) your shoes are good right yeah you like your shoes (laughs) they keep your feet from being on the ground right what if you had a big pair of sandals over them also (laughs) so you had double double knot on the ground right you had a big pair like a real big pair of crocs yeah you could slide over those shoes (laughs) So if someone stole the Crocs, you'd still have shoes on. If someone stole your shoes, you'd still have Crocs. This guy also, uh, he's not he's not really a comedian. He's like a he's wants to be no, like a really pr- <laughs> he wants to be like a promoter or something. And people, <laughs> and people the worst yeah. people. They're useless. It's like his goal is to be a promoter. <laughs> oh no! But people keep saying like it seems like you're just like a wannabe comic who's like too too much of a pussy to actually try this. He's like no no it's not what I am. It's not, I don't want to. And then. Uh, he, he came up to New York and he has this post about how like, yeah, I didn't want to brag, but I went and I did like a few open mics in New York and it actually went like really well and so well, like they asked me to, to come back and I said no. And they even said like, we'll pay you to come back. And I still said no. And it's just like, 
for an this, open mic offered yeah. to pay you? This, to, to this either did not happen, or if it did, they were trying to get you to do like a bringer show. And they're like, if you bring eight people, we'll let you have like $5 of the $20 ticket each of them is paid. Oh, this God. is not an accomplishment. It's, it's, you didn't, <laughs> nobody does good their first time at stand up. I don't, I refuse to believe. It's like bragging about how good you were the first time you had sex. Nobody was good. Nobody was good the first time. People were being nice to you. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. People were like, oh, it's your first time. That's so nice. You should come back. And he was like, they offered me money. Yeah. A full contract. <laughs> SNL, actually. I was, uh, I was supposed to be the head writer with, uh, with Shay. And, um, you know, I turned it down. I, uh, I find honor in selling hot dogs outside <laughs> of the Quickie Mart. He also was bragging about how he got a friend request from the North New, Jer- North New Jersey Comedy Festival. He's like, yeah, maybe I'll just do the festival and I'm not even going to try and probably win the whole thing. And it's like, first of all, I also got that friend request. They're friend requesting to everyone. Second of all, festivals don't usually have a winner. There's not a winner to the festival. Maybe you're just not the winner, Danny. Yeah, maybe that's there what is, it is a winner. They just keep it secret. <laughs> There's a secret winner. There's a secret winner. The, the, the winner knows, and that's all it's for. <laughs> it's not about clout. It's not about fame. It's just about a job well done. Yeah. Have you won a lot of festivals? Funny. Why do you think I'm on this podcast? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big winner. You're a big time winner. I'm a big time winner. Uh, I own several pints of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Uh, sometimes people buy me beer at the bar. And you've got a girlfriend and a uh, My girlfriend's mirror in husband. Germany. And a mirror husband. My girlfriend's husband. in Germany. A mirror bill. And she's, and she's real, and so is, so is my husband. I don't know why everyone's just... <laughs> they keep asking. They keep asking, is my girlfriend... Is your girlfriend real? <laughs> yeah. She is, of course. She's real. And so is my husband, who lives in the mirror. <laughs> you, I mean, you showed me some pictures uh-huh. of, of your girlfriend. Weren't they cute? Yeah. They, she looks a lot like Michelle Obama. That's just a... <laughs> like a lot. She's like from Hawaii. And Obama's from Hawaii, so her his, his wife would look like she's from Hawaii, too. That's... She, she was also posing with Barack Obama. That was... Wouldn't you get a photo with Barack Obama if you had the chance? And with Barack Obama's children at the White House with their dog? <laughs> Kill for that photo. Of course, my girlfriend got a photo with Barack and his children and that dog. Let's take a quick commercial break. <laughs> I'm very excited to introduce you guys to our new partner, Banana Olds. Have you ever left the banana on the floor hoping someone would slip on it, Danny? Every day. Of course. We all have. We buy new bananas and leave them on the floor hoping someone is going to slip on them. There's got to be a better way. Exactly. They step on that new banana and it gives a little smush. They don't fall over. Banana olds will mail you old bananas every month that are stinky, slippery, and dangerous. But there's no way I could possibly afford this. (laughs) That's what everyone thinks, Danny, but Bananolds makes old bananas extremely affordable. For only $5 a day, you can receive three bananas a month. That's less than I pay on <laughs> drugs. Exactly. Bananolds is ready to trap your enemies, hurt your friends, and your family. Thanks, Bananolds. Bananolds, they're old bananas for you. And we are back. Yes. Wow, I can't wait to buy all those products and services from the ads. They seem worthwhile and real. <laughs> Just like this show. Yes. <laughs> and your, your 
girlfriend. She is worthwhile and real. <laughs> and real. That, that was her entire Tinder profile. <laughs> worthwhile <laughs> and real. And I was like, damn, got to get it. Super like, got to get in on that. Those are the two things you love about her. Yeah. She's worthwhile and real. I've been I'm looking for a girl like that. <laughs> <laughs> You've dated so many girls who are either worthwhile but they don't exist. They weren't real. Or, or real they're girls. real but they're not just worthwhile. not worthwhile. Yeah. Shout out, Hannah. <laughs> you, you're real and worthwhile. She doesn't listen to this, does she? No one can find she this. She listened to one. Yeah? She found it. Yeah, no, I was mad at her. I was, <laughs> I was furious. I was like, this, what the fuck? Why? How did she like find early, it? I have no idea. It's hard to find it this. It is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't tell her the name. I just told her that. I had a Batman podcast, and I found out like months later. This was like early in our knowing oh, each other, and she was like, "I found your podcast." And I was like, "What? You did what?" <laughs> <laughs> I felt like personally invaded, even though this is public shit my, I put out. My ex girlfriend used to listen to this, and oh. we had broken up si- six months before th- I started this podcast. Oh wow! So that was real weird when I found out she was a regular listener. Did you break up on good terms? Or? No. Oh, so very she was bad listening terms. like, ah. <laughs> I don't know what she was listening. But she, no, she she like wrote me and told me that she loves the podcast. And I'm like, how did you know that I have a podcast we have not spoken? That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's good, though. I mean, look, I think we're putting out something worthwhile. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's entertaining, at least. I have I fun think so. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, Suicide Squad. What? The murder team. Uh, yeah. What? Those guys. <laughs> the movie you didn't watch. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. On TV, censored, with several scenes cut. So, a couple personal statistics about this movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is the last movie of 2016 that we're, we're, we haven't covered. Did your ex girlfriend listen to episodes I was on? No, I don't. I think, I assume that she stopped listening uh, very early on. Because she, she wrote to me at around like episode like eight or ten or something. I'm pretty disappointed, honestly. <laughs> I wish she, I had. I wish I had your ex's opinion on me. She probably doesn't know you exist. I know she was real worried that Wallace and I were were dating. I know she was very jealous. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fun. Yeah. So she was listening as a, as like a check in to make sure you're not happy type thing. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I'm very interested in this. It's yeah. just a thing. But I, yeah, if we don't have more details, and she, she hasn't listened to me personally, I guess I don't care. I think she saw a picture of Francesca and, and I that uh, Wallace had posted, and somehow it got confused, and she. She was picturing Wallace as Francesca, and she was imagining that I was really into this combined Wallace-Francesca woman. Okay. Huh. That's fascinating. Yeah. I'm I'm so interested in weird, like, disconnects in people. Yeah. There's just this weird, like, mystery. I get this a lot because I work in customer service answering phones and emails. So people Mm -hmm. come to me with problems, and then I don't know what the cause of the problem was or the finish Mm -hmm. was. So some people are like, my house burned down. Please stop sending me razors. Yeah. And that's crazy, but I never get more details. You know, you can't ask anything like that. Like, one guy called me and just said, please stop sending razors to my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Which is crazy. Crazy thing to say. I work in customer service too, and I, I love the phone calls where you, you just pick up and they're like, "Hi, how can I help you?" And they're they're like, "Stop!" Uh, or, or they're just like, "What was that email about?" Yeah, they I'm just like, assume you have every bit like it's the the is crazy two thousand three hundred 
yeah. type technology, but I have it's yeah, like have I don't no know idea. who you are. I don't know what email you're referencing. Often they don't even use your company. Yeah. Sometimes people will just call us because they used a razor. Yeah. And they Googled razors and just called the first number they found. And they'll be like, You 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 sent me a pip, a hippo. And I'll yeah. be like, I'm pretty sure we didn't. I've yeah, oh man, I'm uh, I get sometimes we have mix ups, but I get so many calls about uh like why is your company charging me so much for this? And I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh I'm showing your account as as closed. What uh, what was like the bank description? They read it off. It's like uh, uh, that's not our company. I don't. They're like, well, who is it then? I'm like, I yeah, I don't know. They'll ask you secondary questions. Yeah. I if it's not uh, my company, I have no idea who it is. It really is wild. Americans are very entitled people because yeah, they'll call and like I, I was on the phone for 15 minutes with someone who was like. Harry's charged me about it. I was on there. I was like, well, I can't find your... I found an account from 2016. No money charged on that. I can't find anything with your address, with your da-da-da, with your da-da-da. And then it came out, and they are like, oh, sorry, I'm, I use Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. I, okay, sorry about that. Hope you have a great day. And they're like, do you have their number? <laughs> and I Googled it for him. Yeah. Like I found it for him. But I was like, how useless are you that you yelled at me for 15 minutes and then were like, it didn't even, I, you personally didn't do it. Your yeah. company did it. But your company didn't even do it. Another company did it. Yeah. Can you find that company for me? I'm like, I guess. I guess. We had a, uh, a customer who called and was getting real angry with me about, um, their their account wasn't closed, and I'm like, okay, well, did I, I can't find like a record of you uh, closing this out? And they're like, yeah, we sent it in, and we sent in the the machines that you sent us, every all the equipment you sent us, and I couldn't find it. And then it eventually turned out it was like a rival company that they'd sent our machines to, and the letter they're supposed to be to us, they'd sent it to there. And like, well, close it out now. I'm like, well, we can close you up, but we're going to have to charge you for the machines. Like, why? I returned them. Like, yeah, but you didn't return to us. You you can't can't just return them to anywhere. You can't send your shit to your neighbor. Yeah. And be like, well, I don't have them. Yeah, I don't have it. (laughs) Exactly. What are you talking about? Anyway, Suicide Squad. Right. Murder company. Murder team. Um, So, so, uh, the archaeologist, the, the, the enchantress, she... Um, she wants to take over the city. She besieges Midway City by transforming its populace into a horde of monsters and summons her brother Incubus to assist her. uh, Waller then deploys the Suicide Squad to extract a high-profile mark from Midway, which is reported to be under a terrorist attack. Joining them is Katana. Harley's homicidal lover, Joker, finds out about her predicament and tortures a security officer into into leading him into the facility where the nanite bombs are made. There, he blackmails Dr. Van Chris into disabling Harley's bomb. Upon arrival, the squad's helicopter is shot down, forcing them uh, to proceed on foot to their target. Captain Boomerang convinces Slipknot that he believes the bombs are a ruse to keep them in check. The latter attempts to escape and is killed. I, I, we talked about it like an hour ago, but this is... It's, it, it's, it feels like it's such a long time since we talked about Slipknot and his introduction, but it's two minutes in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. We just got off on more interesting things. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> tempting to talk about anything but this movie because it's not even a fun bad. It's just it's just there. Yeah. Just there, and you're kind of mad you're in front of it. Meanwhile, the squad is ambushed by the Enchantress's minions 
they eventually fight their way through to a safe house where they learn that their mark is Waller herself, who's attempting to cover up her involvement in the Enchantress's siege. Didn't know that, don't understand it. She, I don't know, there was some weird shit where they were like, you go do whatever, like, because the Flags guy is like her girl, his, her boyfriend. Yeah. Her real life person's boyfriend, not the old woman that possessed her, her or whatever. Yeah, the the woman, the body who the Enchantress is possessing is dating Rick Flag. Right. But it's unclear why they let her loose at all. I don't really understand. So I guess... Maybe I'm misreading this. I guess they're not trying to kill Waller. They're trying to extract her. They're trying to get her out of there because yeah. the Enchantress went buck wild. Right. But I don't know why the Enchantress got let loose at all. It's not clear. And it's it's also it's one of those things where the 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 idea was so bad for the suicide squad and the only problem that they're creating is their that they're solving is their own existence cuz enchantress was supposed to be part of the suicide squad right so she she broke loose but yeah had the uh, she didn't get the thing put in her neck i guess i don't and she's in like the room with all of the government but people. she's like magic so i'm not even sure the bomb would do anything to her because they said something about her being immortal but amanda waller has her heart in a box yeah so she gets her heart back eventually i don't know it's just all it's stupid. fucking stupid the squad escorts waller to the rooftop for extraction but the arriving helicopter has been hijacked by the joker and his men who open fire on the squad it's her, twisted it's, it's wicked it's it's so it's fucking edgy as shit. <laughs> he's just throwing like hot top. He's he's got one of those shirt cannons from basketball games, but yeah. he's just he's just shooting hot topic shirts that say like "You mad, bro?" <laughs> but it's Peter Griffin's face on it. Yeah, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad is they're not hurt by them because they're just t-shirts, but they are so excited to get those shirts, so they spend all their time putting the shirts on. You laugh because I'm different. I laugh because you're all the same. Exactly. Yeah. And then Harley, you know, fucking Will Smith's like, damn, got to cop that. Got to get that shirt. That's who the Joker is. He's the kid from high school who wore that shirt yeah. and thought he was edgy and everyone was afraid of him. Yeah. And they're all like, no, you just you just kind of suck. We're not scared of you. We just don't like you. Yeah. And he's like, well, pff, fake friends. <laughs> no, we're not fake friends. We're not pretending to be your friends. <laughs> no, no new friends. No new friends. No, no, no. <laughs> I would hate to know Drake. I think it would suck ass. It, oh wait, is that a Drake reference? I didn't know what that was. No, yeah. I no thought you were just having thing. a stroke. Uh, no, that's uh, it's both. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I am deeply ill, and uh, also that is a Drake reference. <laughs> um, so Harley's bomb is disabled, uh, leaving Flag unable to execute her and allowing her to climb on board the helicopter. Waller's men subsequently shoot down the helicopter, and Harley falls out while the Joker is presumed dead. After which Harley rejoins the squad this is it's just like a weird side thing that just it had nothing to do with the plot you could have cut that out and wouldn't have changed anything because she just comes back she just comes back so who fucking cares yeah and she everyone just accepts her back and she doesn't she's just happy to like yeah whatever i'll just go back to what i was doing this doesn't change anything i think this is because they apparently cut a shit ton of the joker scenes right so I think this was a weird way to cover for an extra plot line. 
Like that where must they, have been it, yeah. There must have been something else that happens because it makes zero sense to just have the helicopter crash immediately and she comes back. So, like, if if there was at least something that, the, you know... They just should have cut out all the Joker stuff. The Joker should have been a different movie. And also Jared Leto... Also, big, he's bad. He should nerd. not have... Yeah. Sucks. I wrote down that he looks... That he sounds like Heath Ledger doing a Jack Sparrow impression. Yes. Yeah. Also, there's like a scene where in like a flashback, they're at some kind of club and Harley's dancing around and the Joker's like, hey, you think my girlfriend's sexy? And some guy's like, uh, that's your girlfriend, Mr. Joker. And he's like, wait, you don't want to fuck my girlfriend? Come over, Harley, come over here and fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. And he's like, I don't know what's going on here. And the, it's, he's like some kind of threatening cuck. He's right. like demanding to be cucked. Yeah. He's like Get an your al- big dick in my girlfriend. <laughs> he's like an alpha. I I'm bad at sex. He's like an alpha cuck. You gotta respect it. <laughs> that's one of the best. If that's a Joker quality, that's the best quality he's got. What are you too much of a little bitch to fuck my girlfriend? I can't make her come. Someone's gotta. You can't you make, make my her girlfriend come. come. You make her come, or I will fucking kill you. Yeah. Yeah, and then he shoots her. Shoots that guy because he won't. The guy won't fuck his girlfriend. Why is he being such a bitch? Why won't he cuck the Joker? Cuck the Joker. Um, so, so oh, that's my thesis paper. Cuck the Joker. <laughs> I also wrote down a little note that um, uh, everybody, when they arrive to, the, they're all assembled. Forty-five minutes into this movie, uh, everybody arrives in like a body bags. They've been like like knocked out or something, and they just cut Captain Boomerang out of the body bag when there's a fucking zipper right there. They just take a knife and just cut it open. That's uh, exhausting. Yeah. The movie's exhausting. Yeah. It, then, um, so Harley just goes back to, to hanging out with the rest of the squad. And squad. Out of out of nowhere, suddenly at this point, they, they all start making a big deal of how they're, they're a team and they're a family. Yeah, they start. Uh, uh, we're together. We got we're, we're the bad guys. We're like family. We got all the. They haven't done anything that's bonding at all. They just no. killed a bunch of random faceless mobs. They haven't earned this at all. They no. I don't understand why they feel any kind of connection. They've barely spoken to each other. They're all very rich people in oh, real is that, life. Is that that what bonds them? Look, I'd have I would be very close with people that I was also making five million dollars with if i were hanging out with him under any circumstance yeah i just and and this is again i just anyone other than will smith he he just doesn't feel like a bad guy he that's what i that's what they cast him for though because everyone else is kind of irredeemable in their way they they wanted the face yeah but i don't know why they made the movie with that in mind like but then they also do that weird thing where Deadshot is supposed to wear this like white mask and he's got like a red yeah. electronic eye <laughs> and they have him like wear it like very briefly like once or twice. For one second. Yeah. yeah. But it's Will Smith. So they're like we're paying for Will Smith's face. We want put we don't want to cover back. that up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when I put this on, people die. Yeah. Like, you killed forty five to like a hundred maybe a hundred people all yeah. these dudes he just is blowing their head off constantly. There's like one scene where he puts it on like right before he does like a bunch of stunts. And it's like, oh, so this is just clearly not Will Smith. Yeah. 
This is just how they tried to disguise the fact this is a stunt guy. And no one cares about Deadshot either. So no one cares about that mask. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a guy that everyone's like, oh, my God, yeah, finally, Deadshot's in a movie. Like, oh, my God. You got to get him right. You got to nail him. You got to nail Deadshot. So why bother with the fucking mask? Why give him this daughter? Why have Batman hold his daughter up, I guess? Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I like having him have some sort of motivation but then he he also he has like this whole harley quinn keeps asking him if he's ever been in love and he's making a big deal about the fact he's like a sociopath and he has no feelings but then he's so attached to his daughter yeah and like that just doesn't doesn't love doesn't love anyone yeah doesn't love his wife sociopaths don't love their wife Rodney Dangerfield was a sociopath. <laughs> you can either have him be a sociopath or you can have him have this attachment to his daughter. You can't do both. No, yeah. He wouldn't give a shit. He'd be like, that's, I don't know, that's some cum that I did a while ago. <laughs> the cum's walking around now and that's <laughs> fine. But I'm in prison and I'm trying to get out. Like, that's, yeah. So they, they go, um, th- this was a scene that apparently I watched the extended cut of this movie. Okay. Because this scene was not in the original cut, but they, uh, they go to like a bar and they're, they're all just drinking in this bar. Oh, I did see this scene. So this okay. is an interesting TV edit I'm seeing, I guess. Yeah, really. Um, and, and I guess this is supposed to be like a bonding moment, but they're already bonded at this point. They're talking about how they're a family, just going into this. And it's also, they're in the middle of a city that's just overrun by demons, and they're just taking time out to just and nothing hang is out in a bar. Like yeah. The demons don't really seem to be doing anything. Yeah, they're not that much of a threat. They just... No kind of want to live their lives. If you shoot at them, they attack you. Yeah, which is... I would do that. Yeah, that's kind of a reasonable... I'm kind of on the demon side of this. I'm only part demon. (laughs) Yeah. And I, you know, I attack people when they shoot at me. Right. I also attack people when they look at me. And when they refuse to cuck you. Exactly, yeah. I'm I'm big into cucking. Yeah. Both with my mirror husband and my German (laughs) wife. He's uh, yelling at at me to, to fuck your mirror husband. Fuck that... Glass! (laughs) Glass! <laughs> Fuck it, Danny! I don't want to. Why? It's gonna hurt. Don't you love me? It's gonna don't hurt. Don't you love him? The hole is all jagged. I'm gonna cut my dick off. It's always jagged. My dick is tough. My dick is strong now. It used to be weak like yours. <laughs> your dick you're, is just... You're weak, bold Oh dick. my god, your dick is covered in scar tissue. That's what it takes. That's what it takes to achieve <laughs> nirvana. <laughs> to achieve love. Pure... Sex isn't supposed to feel like anything. No. You're just not supposed to have any feeling down there. You're supposed to make someone else nut or cry. Either way. Both equally good. Because they're upset by seeing your weird dick. <laughs> your Franken dick. Yeah. That's, you know. People scream a, scream a lot from my weird dick. And, uh, like, that's on them. So uh, Deadshot finds Waller's confidential file, which he from which he learns the truth about Enchantress, and Flag is forced to confirm it. So they th- this is where they they just abandon him. They fuck off to the bar uh, with Waller. Compromised Flag relives the the squad of the mission, but chooses to continue. Um, it, this is they just leave, and they've set up all this stuff about how they have bombs in their neck, and if they try to leave, they'll blow them up. But then, and then they, they leave, leave and, and he's like, well, oh, but the, I can't just blow them all up. It's dumb. It's yeah. dumb. It's bad. Um, so, so then they decide that they can prove themselves, so they rejoin him 
and they locate Enchantress at a partially flooded subway station. Killer Croc and a group of Navy SEALs go <laughs> underwater. And <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. Like, uh, them going down and be like, I'm going with you. Like, I don't, I don't even, uh, they just have the Navy SEALs. That's what the Navy SEALs do. And the Navy SEALs, you're not going to worry that they're going to start eating a person. Yeah, look, there's, it's not people down there. It's cucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's, a, there's an enchantress turning everyone into cucks. Yeah. And if I don't, if we don't stop them, put then that, the Joker's put that, not special. Put that mic then, up to your face. The Joker's not, he's, he's not a cuck anymore. Oh, that was the, the other uh, personal achievement I wanted to, uh, to, to bring up that, um, uh, that you still haven't learned to put the mic up to your face uh-huh. after what is, th- this is your 60th episode. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's usually around. I just point it in different directions, and I guess it kind of affects. Does things. not pick it up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But congratulations on sixty episodes. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, to sixty. Well, and I've, we're at I've, hundred. I've made it to one hundred and twenty, but you've made it to sixty. Yeah, yeah. But you get to do it at your apartment. Yeah, you don't have to commute. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't. I'm. I'm the I'm always here. You're you've been here for sixty and you didn't even the first like forty you weren't no. a, a co host. My, my batting average is great yeah. for after I started doing them. Yeah, Wallace is like one in twelve at this <laughs> point. That's generous. Wallace is <laughs> Wallace has been doing this longer than you and she's at like thirty five of hey. these. Um so congratulations to you. But anyways, this movie we've got to wrap this up. The remaining no, we don't. Let's just let it roll. You want to do like a twelve-hour podcast? Going. Yeah, let's do it for. Let's announce that it's for charity now. What for if for people did, who are listening after the fact? Let's it's just for charity. Do like a, a, a podcast per minute of the Suicide Squad. Do like a Star Wars minute thing. Okay, where they go through every Star Wars movie and they do one podcast about every single minute of it. Yeah, we'll do that with Suicide Squad. Yeah. That sounds like a nice hell to live in. Yeah, that sounds like a I've lived horrible in plenty. torture. Yeah, I haven't spent enough time watching movies I hate. Um, so, so the Killer Croc goes down into the the sewers. Um, Enchantress offers to fill their deepest desires in exchange for their allegiance, and Harley feigns interest in order to get close enough to cut out Enchantress's heart. They they had like a moment where she's she gives them visions of what they all want, and like Harley is just married to the Joker and they have kids and they're living this kind of typical suburban life, and uh, Rick Flag is with his girlfriend and um, the the uh, El Diablo they they established earlier that he he's got like fire power so he like burned down his whole house. And and killed his girlfriend and his kids, so right. she's so alive. So he in lives in a Papa, Papa John's pizza yeah. oven, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he makes pizzas all day. He just heats it up, and then there's a nice tasty pizza delivered to someone for an affordable price. There Papa John's, the racist is no longer involved. <laughs> uh, Shaq actually owns a lot of Papa John's, so there, there's a headline. Jack of Johns <laughs> in his um, in his flashback. Jack of Johns, <laughs> no, not Papa Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Jack of Johns. Jack of Johns. Okay. Uh, there's a, a headline in in El Diablo's flashback 
I wish I had written ex- down exactly what the wording was, but it, it, it was something like his girlfriend is holding this newspaper that says, like, house burned down by arson fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a bizarre... It was definitely arson fire. It's, it's, it was something about arson fire. His backstory was crazy. Like, he is completely head to toe tatted up yeah. with, like, gang tats, too. Yeah. Like, it's head all the way to... And, but every backstory... like cut back with his wife and his children are like his wife's like we're gonna have a regular life at home and it's yeah, like his wife is like the most normal suburban soccer mom yeah but he's like never wearing a shirt and it's yes. just completely like he's always looking like he just came from murdering someone yes i don't even mean that just in his like he's, tats got, and like, he's like in his eyes he's like yeah he's yeah he's a fucking skull tatted on yeah. his face yeah he has, his, his, his face is like tatted to be to look like a skull yeah and he's out just killing people all day and then and she is aware that he has he can just make fire make control fire. fire yeah and she's like why are you being so weird at home <laughs> Like, <laughs> did you have something to do with this arson fire? <laughs> I saw that this Tostinas pizza pizza was overcooked. <laughs> Were you involved in any way in this burnt up pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Little Caesar's hot and ready are mostly hot now. They're yeah. not ready. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, the Enchantress is showing them this fantasy of what they all want. His, his wife and his kids are alive. And he just... For for no reason, he's just like, no, this isn't real, and he's the only one who realizes it's not real. They've done nothing. He mur- he murdered his whole family personally. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, he he all they had this. He kind of makes sense as a character, a very repentant criminal who like you know I, did bad things. And I then think he could have been an interesting character. I thought the actor did a great job with sure. him. The, but the he, movie's just bad. Yeah, they but didn't give him enough lines he didn't really do no. anything he had no arc really they just he was like i don't want to do stuff anymore and they were like you have to do stuff anymore and then he's like i will do stuff anymore and that's his arc and at the end he does stuff anymore but he's sad he knows that he kills family and he feels bad about he it he actually has he has a line where he's just shooting fire at the enchantress and he says i've already lost one family i won't lose another this is not your family, though. This is a group of criminals you met earlier today. Uh, yeah, it's like if I went to a fucking uh, Giants game. Yeah, you know, and I was in the parking lot getting really, really drunk, mm-hmm. and we we all were having a good time. We're eating hot dogs. We're getting hammered. We so far, this seems very plausible. I've done this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I create my family. Okay, right, and it's all people who are also drinking too much. Yeah, all and, these and people, their friends are mad at them yeah. for doing this. All these people, most of whose names you don't know. Yeah, we're causing problems, and there's like and I just kind of know their faces. Yeah, I hope I don't lose them visually because I do not know how to find them anymore. All these people who you won't see after today. Right, and then we realize none of us have tickets. Yeah, and we. St- Try to just sprint through the line, yeah, to break our way into the game. And then some, you meet this girl who just broke up their boyfriend, and she's so into you, she sells you tickets for two hundred dollars. Exactly, we get for two hundred dollars, and then we show up again yeah. after having tried to fight that exact same cop. Yeah, and he doesn't let us in because the ticket's not real. Right, right. And then I take the cop's gun and I shoot the cop, and then I shoot myself in the head. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for my family. <laughs> That's. That's what the this level is like. of involvement yes. and emotional development this movie has done. <laughs> it, it feels like when when you're like a kid and you're at like summer camp, 
Yeah. And it's you at the end of the week, you're like, oh, God, these guys are my best friends. And then you just never see those kids again. You have no contact with them. There's no way to get a hold of them. It's just gone. Yeah. Yeah. You like live in different states from them. You don't. You don't know their last names or their yeah. phone numbers. Barely know their first names. Yeah. <laughs> that was Timmy? Tim? Yeah. Timothy? I was so certain when I left elementary school that all those guys as friends were All those like, teachers you loved. All those teachers would be my best would friends. Be, turns out, once you turned 18. I actually, I looked, I tried to look up one of my teachers from elementary school because I was like thinking about her. I'm like, I bet she was hot. I think I was too young to recognize that she was hot. <laughs> but I bet... If I looked her up, I think she would be hot. I, I would like to retroactively be horny. Yes. Could I turn the clock back and just be horny? Yeah. And then I tried to look her up, and I'm like, I have no idea what her first name is. I remember her last name. Like, uh, maybe maybe it's Laura or Jennifer. Could be Amy. I don't know. It's it's a woman's name. I know that much. Who knows? Yeah, I uh, I don't remember even the teachers that I really liked. I'm kind of like. I remember your last name for sure. Mm-hmm. It's always Mr. Mrs. or whatever the fuck. But yeah, first names are kind of, they're just gone. I, I had college professors whose last names I never learned. I mean, yeah, it was still professor. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah, but I, I just never learned. Th- I knew they were my teacher. I recognized their face, but I didn't know what their last name was. I think college is more like, you know, you at least for me, it was like I had them once or twice. Like, the most I had one professor was two times yeah no, and it's it. not like like elementary school you're in there every day all day yeah no, that class. was a huge part of your life just yeah. your upbringing basically it's these people who are just in the room are gonna teach you shapes or whatever the fuck like yeah and they're dealing with 25 30 kids versus college professors you're in there for like an hour or two a couple times a week for one semester yeah and they just you know they're talking they're whatever you know but anyways, I thought I was so certain I was going to be best friends with all Where my elementary school friends. Where does your college professor rank on our list of Batman? <laughs> oh, uh, Professor Batman. Yeah. Um, let me. Let me. Randall. Randall Batman. Let me. Let me just check our rankings real yeah. quick. First, damn. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I ran it through the the algorithm. We have an algorithm now. Yeah, he had the tools of a uh, pencil. Yes. Paper. Uh, mm-hmm. Pen. Very smart. Highlighter. He, uh, detective, he he could tell when I was lying that my uncle died. Yeah, and then he tried to fight me, and he won. So he, great fighter. He beat my ass in class. Yeah, in front of everyone on the day of the final, before the final started. And I never saw his feet. One more can you ask for, professor? <laughs> Did you have any hot teachers? And and at, at any point, any teachers ever? Yeah, one of them uh, fucked a student. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Was it you? No. That would have been a weird way to say that. Oh, yeah. A student. Wouldn't fuck the A student. No one. Hot hot teacher. (laughs) Fuck me. Uh, No. uh, Yeah. That would have been a uh, weird thing if if I'd never known that about you after all this time. Oh, yeah. I did fuck a a teacher when I was (laughs) was 15. Has that never come up? Uh, No. Yeah. Uh, You know, she was like, it was a weird. The school was very small. Mm My graduating class was like 65 kids. So, um. It was like, you know, 300 kid entire high school. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, there were like several days where uh, the English teacher was like, you know, there was this, this thing floating around where like, she, she fucked, she fucked that kid. Like, they fu- and I was like, no, come on. Of course not. Like, cause he was not like a super hot kid either. <laughs> he was, 
It was weird. It was a weird thing. She had just gotten divorced, like a messy divorce. She was only like 25 or something. So yeah. she was like a new teacher. And uh, yeah, it was fucking messy. Um, I think she, she she killed herself. Oh, fuck. Later. Um, I mean, that's got to like, be a lot to live with. Like she probably, I, she, I'm sure she lost her license, probably went to jail. No. No? She basically just got like, Barred from teaching, handshake agreement type thing. Um, she got a very lucky then. But after that, she killed herself. Like, uh, was it was this kid? Was he like eighteen at least? Is that how she got out? He of was like seventeen, I think, sixteen, seventeen. Um, it wasn't like a child, child, but it right. was like, but it's still very much illegal, right? Um, and I would, I should probably brush up on this shit before, I, but I, I'm not saying any names, so you know, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. but um. Yeah, no, it was like a, it was a, it was a big, huge thing, and I remember talking to someone who was like a friend of that person and being like, "There's no way that shit happened," and she was, and she was like, "It, fucking, it fucking happened. You're being ignorant. You're like fucking." <laughs> You're being ignorant. No, like, cause I was, it was in the middle of class. Yeah. Like, it was. I, they were like, I know you. Wait, what do you mean? It's it like she fucked him in the middle of class? No, 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 no. Like we were having this oh, conversation because oh. the teachers had to bring it up because it was middle of the school year. Entire is small town. Everything comes up all the time. Mm-hmm. So you know, teachers were like, "Yo, we here's the, uh, I don't know what happened, da da da." But um, uh, like, just keep let's not talk about it during class. And uh, I was like, "There's no way that shit." And then someone, a friend of mine, was like, "Quit being such a fucking hard headed." Like, because it did for sure happen, and she knew better than I did. But yeah. it just seemed like a crazy small town rumor to me right. at the time. Um, we had a rumor that I, all the rumors I think at my school were definitely not true. They're like, there's a rumor one teacher used to be a stripper. I look back, I'm like, there's, there's no way that was true. Could have been. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think she was. I, I don't probably produce, not. I don't know yeah. how anyone would have found that out. Anyone at our high school? It's not even like she was a porn star. It's the rumor was specifically strippers. It's not like they're. They would have heard like, from someone else in town. You know, what I mean, like an older person. I guess so. But I, I mean, probably not true. Yes. Yeah. But that's how I felt about this shit, where I was like, come on, no, there's no fucking way that she fucked this student. Yeah. Specifically, also, which, like, he was a nice guy. Like, he was cool. He was, he was, he was like a charming, fun dude, but it wasn't like, oh, of course a teacher would try to fuck this kid. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't make any sense to right. me. So I was how, like, how old was this teacher? Was she, like, real young? No, no. She, yeah, yeah. She was, she was 25, probably. I don't know. She just, 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 just had a divorce. It was, like, yeah. clearly a big crisis in her life. And um, I guess that's the only way I could see it making any kind of sense if she's, like, young enough that it's... I mean, even 25 and 17, you're not peers at all. That's that's no. a big difference. No, it was... That. It was weird. And that's not the narrative, you know, of, like, up young of a person who is fucked by a teacher is like that's it's usually male to female like it's that's how the power dynamic works usually right. um so it was a very it was a atypical case in a lot of ways i wonder if that's because that's definitely the one you always hear about i wonder if that's just because there's so many more female teachers than than male teachers i don't i don't know i don't i don't know if that's but you just you never really hear about it being a male teacher having sex with a female student. No, no, I'm saying the opposite. Oh, you are. Yeah, I'm saying the the cases of teachers fucking students is usually a male teacher. Oh no, I never hear about those. I always hear about female teachers fucking a male student. What is happening in Virginia? 
What are you guys doing? I don't. I wasn't aware of any of these things happening personally. It's just always that's the news story that you hear about. I feel the. Op- I mean, I get this. Just this is some shit we've heard. So sure. none of it's fact based or whatever the fuck. But yeah, my I mine is totally anecdotal, and I don't have any personal experience. I don't know anyone other than my fourth grade teacher who may have been hot, but I can't find a picture to confirm. <laughs> Like you just want to confirm a feeling you had when you were eight. <laughs> she seems like she would have been hot in retrospect. <laughs> like I was, I was, I was eight, so like all adults seemed impossibly old. But I look back, I'm like, I don't think she was that old. I bet she was like in her mid to late twenties. And I, I, she seemed like she was. I bet she was thin, and she, the vague memory of what I remember looking like, I think was pretty. But I, I can't find any confirmation. Sure. Yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, I have vague sentiments towards most of the people that I, that brought me up, you know, like they all had a hand in making me what I am, but uh, not all was good. And some people who were bad also, you know, pushed me the way that I am now, which I, I'm fairly happy with. But uh, I, I didn't ever have like a teacher crush, which I, I don't know if that's. I, I don't. I don't think m- most people. D- I don't know. I had one or two. I had. I, I remember. I had one in eighth grade, and then one in ninth grade. And I don't think either of them were like especially beautiful women. I think it was just I'm fourteen and hor- very horny, and this is a woman I'm seeing every day. Sure. So she's gonna pop up in the fantasies at some point. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. There's plenty of like it, it took so little to get me horny back then. Yeah, like, it's the 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 hoops you have to jump through as an adult. Like you know, people have fetishes. Mm-hmm. No child coming into their sexuality has a fetish. No, initially they no. will jerk off to anything, male yeah. or female. Like you were just like, I'm horny and we are fucking going. I jerked Gas off to on the fire right now. All kinds of weird stuff just because it. Was porn. Yeah. So your dick just gets hard and then you work from there. Like yeah. and right now I find porn that gets me hard. Back then it was like I'm hard and that's where we're working from. We're yeah. we're going from like I have no sense of what I like. It's just I I, I like not being crazy <laughs> and this hard dick makes me crazy. I just had to to like work backwards from like Hey, you know, every time I jerk off to foot fetish stuff, I feel bad afterwards. Maybe I should stop doing this. Sure. Maybe I'm not into this. Maybe there's types of porn I don't like. Yeah. Because initially you you just like porn is what people jerk off to. So yeah. I'll jerk off to porn. Yeah. Just put. Like yeah. General concept. And there was and definitely you a... whittle it down. I had... I remember having feelings of like... Is something wrong with me that this type of porn? Well, yes, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> but in this regard, you were doing yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, my initial thought was because that's where my self confidence is at. That I'm, I'm like, I, there's something wrong with me that this isn't turning me on. That I don't like this. Right. Yeah. And there's a. You can get that even in real life. Like people have that in sexual experiences where they will 
and me myself personally, I can attest that like I've had times where I'm like, why am I not having fun right now? Why am I having trouble, like fucking keeping it up or whatever? Like, it's just like cause I was having a bad time. It wasn't a good experience. I didn't like the person. Whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, people do it with porn. People do it with people. Like, people do it with, the, with their whole life. They'll just try to convince themselves they're having a good time. There were definitely times in in high school and college where I'd be like hooking up with a girl who. <coughs> I, I was not into, but I was just so desperate. And it's like, this girl is willing to hook up with me. And like, why, why am I not enjoying this? Why is this? She's, I'm having sex. I should be loving this. And it's like, no, she, you weren't attracted to that woman. It just, the fact that she's willing to have sex with you doesn't mean. Yeah. There's a whole cultural, like men just want to fuck anything. And you kind of interpret that in certain ways as like, if I'm not, capable and willing at all times to fuck then i'm failing as a man oh yeah absolutely sure so like if uh, like i felt bad turning down sex with people i do care about sometimes just because i'm not there i don't want to do it at the time for whatever fucking reason or whatever the hell but uh it does feel like a failure like you're you feel like you're supposed to be just a fuck machine on a certain level yeah it feels like it's insulting to the other person it's like i don't want to insult you it's like uh, especially if it's someone you care about, it's like no, I I am attracted to you. It's just I'm just not in the mood right now. I'm too tired, or I just don't just don't feel like it. Yeah, exactly. And that's uh, you know part of the whole masculinity thing is like the letting down those barriers and you know teaching people that they don't have to be this weird like uh, you know we teach we teach people they have to be so many things men and women and uh, speaking of men and women, the Suicide Squad. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we we're almost done. We're so close. Um, so it's like a two-hour cast now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this might be longer than the movie. <laughs> Killer Croc and the Navy SEALs uh, they go underwater to plan the bomb underneath Incubus. El Diablo embraces his ability and distracts Incubus long enough for the bomb to detonate underneath. To become the devil. Yeah, he just becomes like a ten-foot-tall skeleton fire hellstorm. Yeah, killing both of them as well as Edwards. I I don't know who Edwards is. He might have been the Navy SEAL. Uh, the remaining squad members battle Enchantress together, but are ultimately defeated. Enchantress offers to fulfill their deepest desires, uh, and Harley Quinn fulfill, uh, feigns interest in order to get close enough to cut out Enchantress's heart. Uh, Killer Croc then throws the explosives into Enchantress's weapon, and Deadshot s- shoots them, destroying the device. There is a weird moment where um, Deadshot's daughter appears in front of him like time freezes and his daughter's like no you shouldn't shoot her and you shouldn't kill people and i'm still not totally clear whether this was the enchantress manipulating him or this was something he's imagining i think it was the enchantress. she you was like so? showing people things they wanted and you know she can give people hallucinations i don't understand I what her powers are could she not no they're not clear if, if she has like the time and the power to do this can't she just teleport him away or something i don't i don't know what she can whatever fuck this movie it's bad it's real bad um so so she um so he throws the explosive into the enchantress weapon dead shot shoots them destroying the device flag takes the enchantress's heart and crushes it finally freeing june from the curse walter still alive uh Waller, Waller still alive, emerges, and the squad members are returned to Belle Reve with 10 years off their sentences. All but Captain Boomerang are allowed special privileges. 
The Joker, alive and unscathed, breaks into the penitentiary and rescues Harley. That, I like that as an ending scene. That should have been like the only time you see Joker in this movie is him. That would have been, yeah. That yeah. feels like a fun setup for the next movie. If they didn't even like reveal that the Joker was in the movie at all. And yeah. Then busts her out. Like that's an, int- yeah, sure. That, if it had been a surprise that he's in there, that would have been so much better. Stinger. Like, yeah. If he's just in for just two minutes, and then the next movie he's a main main character, the whole plot revolves around the Joker. Right, but Jared Leto's not in it. Yes. It's just actually one playing card that they hold up, and <laughs> he says, I like Hot Topic. <laughs> they're, they're making um, a, a movie, a Birds of Prey movie featuring Harley Quinn. It's called Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. And then they're also doing a soft reboot of Suicide Squad with like the whole different cast. They all different villains. Oh man. That's a look get different villains, I guess. That's a terrible name for the Harley Quinn movie. First off, that's very Reddit. I kind of like it. I think it's kind of fun. Fantabulous. Mm-hmm. Like, what about that? Is Harley Quinn or the Joker though? Like, that's not how either of them talk. That's how like mumbo jumbo talks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I'm just looking over the who's going to be in the next one. Uh, so far, Ratcatcher has been been cast. Uh, John Cena is in talks for the role of the Peacemaker. Benicio del Toro is in roles to in talks to play the unnamed villain. And there's also some actor who I've never heard of who's uh, who's been cast as Polka Dot Man. So they're going to try to... This will be the first time Polka Dot Man has been in a live-action movie. I think this movie is going to be a great success. The only thing that is making me think it might work is it's going to be directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. And he he rewrote the script, and he's going to be directing it. (sighs) Maybe. That's the only reason I'm not totally counting this out. Let's talk about where Ben Affleck ranks on our list. There's not a lot to go on in this movie. That he holds a child up (laughs) as a human shield, I think, is at least worth three slots. Well, currently, Ben Affleck is sitting at uh, number 15. On our list. Three slots. Three slots up or down? Down. Down. I'm sorry, 24. He's at 24 on our list. Down. For holding, for using a child, a real child as a human child. I mean, I'm exaggerating a little. He didn't like hold her up. He was just kind of standing behind her. She like stood in front of him and he did not get out of the way. She, she was like, don't kill Batman, daddy? Yeah. And then Batman just let her stand there and didn't try to get out of the way he didn't have any gadgets we see his car briefly he doesn't do any kind of detective work he doesn't do a lot in this movie but i agree based on passively allowing a child to be used as a human shield not throwing her out of the way or anything like he's not heroic right below him is val kilmer from batman forever right below that is bruce thomas from the onstar commercials Below that is Kirk Thornton from Batman of Shanghai. 
Below that is Giovanni Francesco from the Dark Knight Triple X. He's got to be above that. He does not put a child in danger. There are no children in that movie. Okay, below that is William Baldwin from Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. I like that movie. And below that is Kevin Michael Richardson from the Riddler short. That's when we saw the Batman's feet. He's got to be above He's right above the feet. (laughs) He's right above the feet. He's right above the feet, yeah. I'm putting okay a child that. in danger like yeah, that is that's very just slightly better than showing your feet in that way. That's very un-Batman. So we're moving him to number 29. I, I'm agree. I agree. I'm okay with that. He's our new number 29. Jacob, would you recommend this movie? <laughs> I'm on, I'm on <laughs> tenterhooks here. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely, I would not recommend. I'm so glad to be done with this movie. I'm so glad to be done with 2016. All the movies, the, that was the year. It was this, a dark year in general. It was the year this podcast started, and it was the year that more, far and away, the, the most movies on our list of any other year. Ugh. By like a margin of like four or five movies. Dark year, dark year. We're getting close to the end. This is episode 119. and So I've been in over half. I'm over 50% now. You are. Woo! And uh, we're only going to do... The podcast proper is only going to be about 138 or so. Then we've got a couple episodes wrapping it up with some uh, some TV shows and stuff. But Damn. Well, like early next year. Yeah, probably around then. The, the podcast proper is set to, to end in November. And then a couple more episodes after that. We're, we're wrapping it up. All right. Don't watch this movie. That's that's my recommendation. If you can watch it for free with friends, do don't, it. Don't don't do it even do, though. If it's on TV, look, you can roast it. It's a good time in that regard. That's the only do not pay, be with friends, do drugs. We've got a lot of lot of movies coming up that are gonna be a lot more fun. Uh Justice League is going to be coming up with Donnie Singstack. Uh, the Lego Batman movie with Frank DiRogerio. E Frankie. Batman versus Two-Face. DC Superheroes versus Eagle Talon. Bat Guano with Charlie McCracken. Kraken. Again, yeah. right? Uh, again, returning. Lego DC Superheroes The Flash with Joe Strix. Strix. Ready Player One with Rufat Agaev. We got Rufat. a great, a lot of great guests all very funny. Please check them all out individually. They're the best. Yeah. I'm so excited for the next few months. Kareem! Kareem!